Okay, welcome into the Mmm Wrestling Show. Welcome. Episode 7, I'm your host, Mikey, and this is my lovely co-host. Andrea. Alright, let's get into it. Uh, let's get into the show. Let's uh, do the news. Uh, I'll start out the news this week. Uh, so, first thing we have up is that Rey Mysterio has a grade 1 partial tear of his left bicep. Uh, the reason why this news pertains to WWE is because Rey Mysterio, um, you know, he came back for the Royal Rumble. He entered number 30 and the fans went crazy for it. Mm. Uh, fans loved it. Uh, we were, you know, and fans ever since that we've seen him made his return to WWE, people have been wanting him to make like a full return to WWE and actually have a contract and be wrestling with the WWE again full time. Mm. Um... He wrestles on indie circuits nowadays. Um, there have been rumors that he's been in talks and he's been getting close to uh, getting a new contract with the WWE to make a full return back to the WWE, uh, which would be awesome. Like I've told you in the past, mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio is one of my favorites as a kid. Unfortunately, he does have a tear in his bicep now, his left bicep. It sounds like it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully he'll be able to make a quick return and there's um, you know the reports I've read is that it's really not going to affect his negotiations with the mm-hmm. WWE right now so hopefully he will be coming back uh, as of right now uh, he's got no new contract uh, so hopefully this isn't going to be something that makes it so that he can't come back Okay. And then next up in our news, we've got short news this week. We mm-hmm. got uh, Hillbilly Jim. He's inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, so congrats to Hillbilly Jim. Congratulations. Well, James, his name is James Morris, and he was born July 5th, 1952 in Louisville, Kentucky. He wrestled between 1975 to about 1990 starting in Continental World Association and moving on to the World Wrestling Federation. Later on, he just hosted WWF and, you know, represented them worldwide. His persona was a lucky, happy-go-lucky hillbilly who was a wrestling fanboy and was taken on by Hulk Hogan. Who trained him, and then yeah, now he's inducted to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, congratulations, Hillbilly Jim. Yeah, congrats. Um, I know, yeah, his you know little storyline where I think like Hulk Hogan like picked him out of the crowd or something, and then that's kind of how his storyline started. But yeah, he was a happy-go-lucky guy. Uh, I don't, I never really, really watched a whole lot of Hillbilly Jim. I just kind of saw, you know highlights here and there and I saw like a lot of toys mm. uh, when I was a kid and I think he might have been in a couple of video games when I was a kid but I don't really remember when he was done before you know I was watching um, but I was aware of him um, so congratulations to Hillbilly Jim yeah alright let's get into our reviews of what happened this week uh, again we watched the normal stuff we watched every week NXT 205 Raw and Smackdown I'm the one who watched NXT and 205 and then you watched Raw and Smackdown with me 
So I'll go through NXT and 205 uh, real quick. Okay. So for NXT this week, uh, we started the Dusty Rhodes um, Tag Team Classic Tournament. Um, it started out with a match of uh, Authors of Pain versus TM61. Uh, in this match, Authors of Pain ended up winning. Um, I think Authors of Pain... I'm drawing a blank now. I cannot remember if they won last year or if they were the runners-up last year, but um, they're definitely one of the favorites to win the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic this year. Um, so they got the win here over TM61. Uh, both teams looked good. Uh, next up we had... Um, we, oh, we had this promo that I actually really liked that happened after this was between Pete, uh, Pete Dunne Roderick Strong and Adam Cole mm -hmm. and it was one of those promos where um, let's see here uh, Roderick how did it start out Put, I think it starts out with Pete Dunne it's like they they approach him as he's entering the arena mm -hmm. start talking to him and then Roderick Strong comes up and starts you know talking to him telling him he wants to you know you, you beat me for you beat me in our last match, but I want you know I'm gonna I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna beat you in a match later on and take that title from you because Pete Dunne is the UK title holder. Mm -hmm. And then um, Adam Cole comes up and starts talking trash to them. And I just really like this promo because it actually seemed, you know, like something you would see in a real. You know, I don't like what they've been doing on like SmackDown, and they've started doing it a little mm -hmm. bit on Raw. You know, where like somebody's like holding the phone in front of their face, and like mm, they're yeah. talking to the phone, doing a promo, and then mm -hmm. you know, as they're doing the promo, the words come on the screen. Oh yeah. Like it does. It's just so corny and does not seem realistic as all realistic at all. But with this mm -hmm. promo, is like, oh, the three guys, like they're, you know, entering the arena. Mm -hmm. and they happen to cross paths and then they start talking trash like that seems realistic to me like when mm -hmm. you're watching you like boxing event or like UFC event like mm -hmm. and the guys get together they talk trash you know and they mm -hmm. get in each other's faces and that's what this was kind of like it I actually like this promo um, a lot um, just for the mm -hmm. to make you feel like oh yes there's you know a legitimate feud between these guys and not yeah. just some words popping up on a phone screen when you're talking. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to point that out. Uh, next up we had another match between uh, Bianca Belair versus um, Drew Renee. Uh, Bianca Belair got this win. Um, all the matches I've seen Bianca Belair in she's got great charisma and she's got some good moves but like all the matches are like super fast like mm -hmm. they're over really quick um but she definitely seems like somebody that is gonna be a big star she's you know getting all the wins and she's going against a whole bunch of jobbers so they obviously want to make her look good by getting mm -hmm. a lot of wins under her belt um so we'll see where that goes so mm -hmm. far so good for for Bianca Belair next up we had uh Shayna Baszler um promo it was another promo I liked that it seemed like realistic you know she's like in the backstage and she's like 
talking about Ember Moon and calling Ember Moon out like, oh, you know, I challenged you two weeks ago. You haven't answered me yet. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess I know your answer. Trying to call out Ember Moon and call her a coward mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I know words flying on the screen. So, again, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up after that, we had um, uh, another good promo. This was Tomasa Trampo, uh promo, you know, I had you watch that match where that match where Johnny Gargano uh-huh. uh, fought against Andrade Cien Almas, and if he lost, he got kicked out uh-huh. of the NXT, and then that guy with the big beard, yeah, that came in and hit him with the crutches. Yeah, that's um, that's Tommaso Ciampa, and um, in this promo, he just like came out. He like I don't know. It lasted like a good three, four, or five minutes. Mm-hmm. And he came up to the and didn't say a word. Uh-huh. Like that he didn't say anything at all. He had a microphone with him and he had his crutches with him. Uh, but as soon as he walked out from backstage, the fans were booing and booing and booing and mm-hmm. you know, telling him, Oh, you suck and we want Johnny, you know, like mm-hmm. people just hate him now, obviously, because, you know, mm-hmm. they feel like it's his fault that Johnny Gargano career got ended in NXT. Mm-hmm. And then so he gets in the ring. And when every time the fans start to quiet down a little bit, he starts to raise the microphone up to his mouth like he's about to say something, and the fans just go nuts again and start booing and going crazy and going crazy. <laughs> and then so he stops and doesn't say anything and just looks at the crowd really mad again, and he does that like three or four times. And then finally, you know, he gets gets sick of it and throws his microphone down. He goes out in the crowd, and there's a fan holding a Gargani, Johnny Gargano sign, and he takes it from him, and then he like rips it and uh-huh. brings it in the rain he's like smashing the sign with his yeah. crutches and then he leaves and everybody's just booing him the whole way out so uh-huh. even though he didn't say anything I just felt like it was a good effective uh, you know promo overall yeah um, that's funny yeah and then after that we had a match between Alistair Black versus Killian Dane the winner of this match uh, gets to go on and face uh, Andrade Cien Almas for the NXT title. Mm-hmm. Um, both of these guys are really good. Um, to be honest, I didn't know who was going to win this match. Uh, you know, our son was actually, he watched this match with me. Mm. And Killian Dane is like this big guy. His like nickname is the Beast of Belfast. And mm-hmm. um, at first he was rooting for him to win. And then he actually switched and changed out his mind to Aleister Black, and then Aleister Black ended up winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got the win, uh, so I guess he's going to get a match against uh, Cien Almas. So that should be good, because those guys are both good performers. Okay. Uh, so that was, and that was the main event of NXT, so let's move on to 205. Now in 205 this week, um, we... Uh, kept moving on with the 205 Live tournament they have right now that they're going towards WrestleMania for the bank, the vacant um, cruiserweight title. Mm. Um, we started out with a match between Mark Andrews versus Drew Gulak. Um, Drew Gulak, um, he continued his whole reign of like he's, you know, just being super powerful and mean and like super angry in the ring and being mm. like really rough on the other guys um so he ends up getting the win here puts 
Um, Mark Andrews in a dragon sleeper and just goes totally vicious on him, doesn't let go even after Mark Andrews taps out, just kind of going to the whole heel persona showing that like, mm-hmm. oh, he's not messing around and 205 Live needs to be taken serious and he's the guy that's going to show everybody why he needs to be taken serious. Mm-hmm. And then um, we had a tag team match between Hideo Itami and Akira Tozawa versus who did they go against? Uh, Namath Alexander and Scott Jones, James, I don't know. They seemed like they were a couple jobbers. I had never heard of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hideo Itami and Akira Tozawa got this win. I feel like this match was a little bit significant. There's like rumors also going around that um, WWE might make um, a tag, add a tag team title for the 205 Live, the cruiserweight division. Uh, and obviously they added a couple this this tag team did not exist before and they even had a promo right before this match where um, the GM of 205 Live uh, told them right before like oh we're going to try this tag team tonight you guys are going to tag together mm-hmm. so I feel like they probably are going to start making more tag teams for 205 Live and mm. probably they probably will add a title for that um, cool. after that we have Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy uh, and this match was really good, uh, really exciting. This match like actually really surprised me. Going into this match, I thought Buddy Murphy was going to win for sure because uh, Buddy Murphy was on NXT, and he was kind of a star in NXT, and now he's coming to 205 Live, and they were running a couple of promos like on his, like the weeks prior to him joining uh, 205 saying mm-hmm. you know oh yeah he's coming to 205 live and you know yeah he's bigger than 205 pounds but he's cutting weight to get down and every week since he's been on they like show him doing away and like mm-hmm. okay are you still under 205 like did you are you able to stay under 205 pounds to stay in this weight division yeah. and you know every time he makes it and then um, Mustafa Ali he seems like he is kind of like the underdog like you know, not not the guy that you expect to win. He's not like, you know, he's got some really good moves, mm-hmm. but he's not like super muscular. And Buddy Murphy's like super muscular. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, Mustafa Ali he pulled off the win here. Uh, he had a another like the way they told the story where Buddy Murphy was like dominating him most of the match, and then Mustafa Ali actually starts to make a comeback. Um, and at one point. Uh, Buddy Murphy like reaches out his arm to like hold on to the rope mm-hmm. and he's like down on his hands and knees and then uh, Mustafa Ali's on the top rope and does a 450 splash mm-hmm. right onto uh, Buddy Murphy's arm and they mm-hmm. kind of like play out the story like he hyperextended it and mm-hmm. then, like it plays out where Buddy Murphy is trying to pin him but he can't hold him down because his arms hurt too bad and then Mustafa Ali turns it around and pins him and got the win and it's actually really exciting uh like ever since I've been watching 205 Live you know I wasn't that into Mustafa Ali's character either Mm -hmm. um but after this match and seeing what he did in this match I was like oh wow that was actually he was really good he was really exciting like I'll be excited to see more from him going in the future Mm -hmm. and then that was uh the end of 205 Live Uh, So let's go ahead and let's get into what we watched this week. Uh, First up, 
uh, Raw, of course, since Raw was on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, uh, we started out with Kurt Angle um, calling out Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Um, mm-hmm. And so they come out to the ring and enter. And then Ronda comes out to the ring and enters, and they're all four in the ring. Um, and then what happened? Uh, okay, yeah, so then Triple H ends up making a match, like he announces the match, like, um, you know, Ronda Rousey comes out and she says, you know, she's going to challenge Stephanie McMahon mm-hmm. uh, to a match. Yeah. And then uh, Kurt Angle makes it official and says not only is it going to be Stephanie McMahon versus Ronda Rousey, but it'll be Kurt Angle and Ronda versus Stephanie McMahon and uh, Triple H. What did you think about this promo? Uh, you know what? I thought we got to see Ronda do her, um, do like a couple moves. Got to see just a taste of what she would be like in the ring, and I'm excited for. I guess WrestleMania to see her actually do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. And I and I thought this. And I promo, that like every week, but like yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, and I thought that overall this promo was pretty good. You know, uh, I still see people like, you know, Ronda Rousey's completely new to WWE, even though mm-hmm. she was a fan. Like it's totally different type of performance than when she was in UFC, where it's like real mm-hmm. actual fighting and your promos are more like facing off mm-hmm. you know kind of thing these are more scripted you know it's like I did notice like her timing was a little bit off when when she said she was going to challenge Stephanie like it was a little bit of a just not great timing the way she said it mm-hmm. you know and um, some people I, I heard some people like complain like oh she did that Samoan drop on mm-hmm. Stephanie McMahon but she didn't do it correctly and mm-hmm. Because Stephanie McMahon yeah, like landed, <laughs> it was that move where she had Stephanie on her back and then dropped straight oh, back, that's right. and uh, you know like, and people were more complaining that she didn't do correctly because the way she did it could have actually gotten Stephanie McMahon hurt, uh-huh. and I don't like it was just a one one move. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to do it that way all the time, and I would say like I don't know if it's just because her wrestling skills aren't that bad or did her and Stephanie like get together and say like okay I really want you to slam me hard when you do this move because I want it to look like you know we're not actually having you wrestle in a match until Wrestlemania so we want to make you look as strong as possible Uh until we get there because look like uh, you know Stephanie Man really slapped Ronda Rousey at Elimination Chamber Um, if you're going to do just one move you want to make it look good so you might yeah. actually like actually do a move when you do that move like when Kevin Owens had butted mm-hmm. Vince McMahon a couple months ago yeah you know and Vince McMahon's an old man in his 70s and you know like yeah. you know he told he told Kevin Owens and like no I really want you to like headbutt <laughs> me hard it's gotta be for real deal you know mm-hmm. like <laughs> so I don't know I don't know what the behind the scenes things were, but yeah. maybe it's the same kind of deal. You know, obviously Rhonda told Stephanie, yeah, it's okay. Like when we do our promo and you slap me, like slap me as hard as you can, uh-huh. I can take it. 
maybe Stephanie like told Rhonda, yeah, it's okay. Like when you slam me in the Samoan drop, like do it with all your might so that it looks like you slam me hard. Yeah. I don't know, but I just don't think it was that bad. And in my opinion, so we've had three appearances from Ronda Rousey now, yeah. and each time from you know she had a Royal Rumble one, then mm-hmm. Elimination Chamber, then now this Raw. I think feel like every one, each one got better. Like each time that she's been. Mm-hmm. in appearance she's gotten a little better each time yeah. and I think her contract like she's not doesn't have like a part time contract she has a full time con- contract so I feel like she's going to be at every show every week so as long as she keeps making little improvements all the way up to Wrestlemania like she should be good to go by the mm-hmm. time by the time we get to that point yeah um, anyways after that uh, oh we had a match that I, I really liked um this was uh, a match between Asuka and Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I'll say how I, I felt about the match in just a minute, but, like, what did you think about this match? I mean, it showed Asuka's, you know, her persistence, her, you know, strength. And then Nia, like, showed how, like, strong she was when she, like... You're talking to me the whole time, honey. I know, but you gotta talk a little louder is what I mean. Oh. Um. <laughs> sorry, I normally have a very quiet voice. <laughs> so I'm trying to talk as loud as I can, especially since I have a cold. Yes, honey. Yes, honey. Yes. But anyways, tell us more about how you felt about this match. So, like, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, like, I wish it was longer, but of course, you know, I think they could only do... The what they did for as long as they did which is what was it the what did you call the arm bar Asuka got Nia in the arm bar yeah yeah and held on for quite a, like a long time yeah yeah well and that's why I really like this match because you know Nia Jax was actually kind of kicking Asuka's butt for a little bit but then like we expect Asuka comes back and starts kicking Nia. Jax's butt back gets her in the arm bar but I feel like both wrestlers come away from this match looking really strong looking really mm-hmm. good because you know yes Asuka gets Nia Jax in that arm bar but then Nia Jax shows her strength by picking her up by one arm and slamming Asuka down but Asuka doesn't let go so she's showing her strength by not letting go even though she's getting slammed mm-hmm. Nia Jax picks her up a couple times and tries to slam her into the turnbuckles to get her to let go yeah. so she's showing her strength and she's still not submitting while she's doing this and Asuka's still not letting go so they're yeah. both showing strength and then just after however long it is like Nia Jax does she does finally have to uh, tap out but mm-hmm. to me like she didn't look weak in doing it like I wouldn't take anything away from her because like she gutted it out for as long as she could mm-hmm. and then for Asuka she, obviously she got the win so that's always good but then she also looked extra good doing it because she was getting slammed around by somebody much bigger than her and still you know yeah. like you said persisted and didn't let go okay um, next up after that we had uh, a uh, promo by John Cena where he mm-hmm. says he's coming out uh, just to tell everybody about his plans for Wrestlemania he doesn't want to do it on Smackdown because you know he's got five other opponents and he knows that if he does it on Smackdown they're just going to come out and interrupt him mm-hmm. um, 
he mentions that uh, he thinks he's going to be um, the winner of this six pack challenge at uh, Fast Lane, mm-hmm. and then he'll be the 17 time world champion, um, which would be a record beating out Ric Flair 16 times. Um, he says, like, oh, you know, and then he tells AJ Styles, like, yeah, like, I want to go to WrestleMania, so, you know, once I beat, once I win the championship this Sunday, AJ Styles, like, you know, you should just go ahead and, you know, use your rematch uh, rule, and we can have a three-way match, me, you, and Shinsuke Nakamura uh, at uh, at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Goldust mm-hmm. <laughs> comes out and enters the ring, and then we have a match between Goldust and uh, John Cena, where John Cena ends up getting the win mm-hmm. uh, with an attitude adjustment. Now, yeah. what did you think of this promo, this match? I think what everybody else was thinking, like, what the heck, what was the point <laughs> of this like you said, it was probably just to have another match, but I'm like, where was this even leading to? Yeah, I don't know if they were just, like, they needed to fill time or something yeah. with this match or what, uh, but, yeah, Goldust comes out and has a match with John Cena, and they mentioned in the, during the match that this was John Cena's first match ever with Goldust, which is, you know, kind of amazing if you think about it, because they both been in you know Goldust has been around mm-hmm. forever so he's been around the whole time John Cena's been around mm-hmm. so maybe it was just something you know John Cena wanted to do or maybe Goldust wanted to do or maybe it's something they both wanted to do because they're mm-hmm. both you know guys who have been stars in the WWE like John Cena's obviously a lot younger mm-hmm. maybe he just or you know maybe he just wanted to get that off his bucket list like oh yeah you know here's a legend that I've never gotten to wrestle before uh-huh. So I don't know, but even John Cena, like when Goldust started coming out, he had a look on his face like, what the heck is going on? Like, what's this guy doing right now? <laughs> um, but, you know, I think overall it was good. But for me, I, I was more interested in the promo because I still don't think, I still think John Cena's going to end up going against Undertaker mm. um, at WrestleMania. So I don't think what he was saying, like, I think a lot of fans are afraid that is something that could happen and I mm. think that's why he said it like fans that's all they like the main event like the main event of Wrestlemania is um, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar that will be the last match that's going to be WWE's main event but what the fans want the most like what most fans are going to say the main event to them is is the AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura fan, uh, uh, match because that's just like a dream match that fans love like they've mm-hmm. only ever fought once before and it was not in the WWE it was like while they were in um, New Japan or Ring of Honor one of the two one of the Japan I think New Japan anyways um, fans would really love to see it on the WWE stage like at WrestleMania the biggest stage possible mm-hmm. um, so I still think that's what's going to happen I'll kind of like I want to do a prediction with you at the end of the show about mm-hmm about uh, the upcoming event this Sunday on Fastlane. So I'll kind of mm-hmm. talk about more of like my predictions and what I see then. Okay. So let's just move on here. After that, we had a promo uh, for Hellbilly Jim getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. Uh, they showed a little like uh, 
montage for him. Again, congratulations to Billy Jim. Yes, congrats. Uh, next, oh, this is another thing I want to talk about that related to Asuka and Nia Jax, that I love this. So this is where we had the promo where Alexa Bliss goes to comfort Nia Jax, mm-hmm. but um, she totally, totally messes it up. Uh, you know, like, she actually starts, like, talking to Nia Jax and tries comforting her, but everything she's saying, you know, like, is mm-hmm. not really a nice thing, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, it's not something comforting, like, and then, like, I mean, what I really loved about this was Nia's, like, like, crying, like, mm-hmm. she looked real, like, she was actually crying, and she was actually, like, vulnerable in that moment, um, so I thought it was like a yeah. really good performance by the two of them. It was a good performance. I mean, yeah. I don't know if Alexa Bliss, if that's part of her spiel, but yeah, that whole condescending yet sincere kind of, I don't know, you know, talks that she does. So Yeah. No, it's definitely, she's definitely a big heel. Like her, yeah. her persona is, she is a heel. Yeah. And like, um, you know, I know you didn't start watching with me consistently right away when no. I when I got back into wrestling, but that has been a storyline where Alexa Bliss, kind of, um, and Nia Jax mm-hmm. like that they're best friends, and mm-hmm. um, it's like a thing where Nia Jax, um, like Alexa kind of uses Nia Jax like because you know Alexa's so small mm-hmm. and Nia's so big. And so she's always been like kind of condescending towards Naya and you like and used her kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I just thought it, it was really good. It it totally made Alexa look like a heel for sure. Yeah. And it to me to see. Oh, I don't know that one. Well, we weren't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, we go turn that down so it won't interrupt us again when I, while I talk all about Alexa Bliss. Thank you. Um, but the, but what I wanted to say was uh, at the same time as it only just furthers Alexa getting into uh, her heel, mm-hmm. like it totally turned Nia Jax babyface to me because she has been kind of a heel herself just because she's teamed up with um, Alexa and she is like you know this big bruiser woman who could like beat up everybody else mm-hmm. um, but just totally seeing her vulnerability there like makes her a baby face now like you have to root for her now like mm-hmm. you know seeing like this mean girl mm-hmm. talk to her that way like and the, the thing is that uh Alexa was saying to her, you know, I'm sure a lot of like little girls or women or even little boys and men out there like feel the same way that Nia Jax, you know, was feeling like, you know, like, you know, because Alexa was saying stuff like, oh, you know, like I see the way people look at you because you're so big and you're, you don't look as good as other people or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of people could like cheer for her and I'll be like, oh yeah, you know what? Like I feel like I don't have the perfect body either like so that was really good acting by the two of them um Mm. and just because like I know like that they are actually really good friends so I'm sure Naya told Alexa like 
yeah like when you whatever you're gonna say like really like come at me like go at it like that way I can actually get emotional mm-hmm. kind of thing so I, I thought it was really good like I think that like out of any of the matches or anything else that happened on here mm-hmm. I think that was like maybe like my favorite thing just to see like oh wow like the implications of what this could be like yeah are really good to me mm-hmm. anyways let's let's move on uh, after that we had our first ever um symphony of destruction match mm-hmm. and it was between elias and braun Strowman. um i didn't know what you know a symphony of destruction of match was gonna look like right but and all it ended up being was you know that they had you know a drum set and piano and some guitars mm-hmm. and the the stand-up bass for Braun Strowman out there yeah, that they could use as weapons if they wanted. But overall, I like this because I'm a big fan of Elias. I like the way he came out there, played mm-hmm. on the piano, played a little bit of drums, and mm-hmm. played his guitar and sang the song. Um, and then he tried yeah. running away. Yeah. Tried getting out of the ring. and Yeah, it was comical. Yeah, tried driving away, and then Braun Strowman's <laughs> in the back of the... <laughs> at the back of his car lifting it up so the wheels yeah. won't uh, touch so the ground can't drive away <laughs> then uh, you know Elias ends up hitting him with the guitar once they get back inside the arena and they're in the mm-hmm. ring and then Braun Strowman just kind of like manhandled them right, yeah. <laughs> the rest of the way after yeah. that hit him again mm-hmm. with that big stand up bass throws him underneath the piano on Blaine watched this match with me mm-hmm. the other morning when oh, okay. when we were awake before you woke up and uh-huh. you know uh, yeah so our son ended up loving that and when Braun Strowman starts banging on the piano mm-hmm. I love it I mean it shows like some character for Braun Strowman like he is supposed yeah. to be this big brooding monster and some people don't like it when he does comical things because they're like well it takes away from his being a big monster but like mm-hmm. eh, I like the fact that you know, you get some character out of him yeah. as well. Right. Makes me only like him even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, then he has him under the piano. He kicks off the piano leg, smashes Elias with the piano. Mm-hmm. Then he throws the piano off him and gives him the pin. Yeah. And brought him and gets to win. What did you, did you think of this match overall? I mean, I liked it. I wanted to see more instruments. Yeah. It used, but you know, they yeah. were human. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that was the only thing about this match. I mean for a symphony of destruction match, like yeah. was, and then again, not knowing what the match was gonna be going into it, but then once you see the setup, you're like, Okay, there's a lot of guitars there. Yeah. There's a drum set there and a piano there and a big stand up bass. They like they broke up they broke one guitar, one stand up bass and they used a piano to smash uh Elias, but mm-hmm. I mean, I wanted you know if it was going to be a match that you went out of your way to call it a symphony destruction and mm-hmm. have all these instruments out there, I felt like yeah, a lot more yeah. of them should have been used or something. Mm-hmm. Um, then, so after that, then we had um, a promo for the Miz. Uh, he came out and did his uh, third annual Mizzy Awards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these were really good. These were really funny. This yeah. was like. Even though, like, uh, like I said, I like the Nia Jax promo the best, and like, mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm normally a fan of the wrestling versus the promos. Like, I'm a lot bigger fan of the wrestling. Yeah. Uh, 
just to see the in-ring performances. Mm -hmm. But I thought this was really good. This is probably my second thing on this week's uh, episode of Rob where the Miz comes out and does his Mizzy Awards because we yeah. had, uh, what did we have? We had the awards for patting yourself on the back, which he gave to Seth, Roll uh, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Yeah. Um, we got the worst decision by a GM, which is obviously Kurt Angle since he's the GM of yeah. Raw. Uh, then we had, uh, oh, he was like going to announce himself, he was going to give himself like the lifetime award for achievement or whatever because yeah. he's held on to the Intercontinental title for so long. Um, then what happened? Uh, oh, yeah, then Seth Rollins and Fielden Balor came out. Mm -hmm. um, and Seth Rollins came out first. Yeah. Then Finn Balor came in and erupted, and then Seth Rollins did his whole, oh, man, what are you doing, man? Like, you did this to me twice in a row now. Like, and, you know, Finn Balor's like, oh, I'm going to one-up you yeah. kind of thing. And then uh, Miz challenged them to a handicap match. Um it was going to be the Miztourage versus Seth and uh, Finn Balor. Mm. Um, and then, so they have that little match where Rollins and Balor uh, ended up getting the win. And then Kurt Angle announced that there was going to be, there's going to be a triple threat match at WrestleMania between mm. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, and uh, the Miz for the Intercontinental title. Uh, so I'm excited for that because I definitely wanted mm -hmm. to see Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. I definitely wanted to see uh, Finn Balor at WrestleMania and yeah. The Miz at WrestleMania, obviously. So all three of them will get to be there. They'll all have a match together. Uh, they're all really good performers, so I expect it's going to be a really good match. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I think all of those guys are exciting performers, mm -hmm. especially Seth Rollins has been on fire lately, so think as long as he can keep that momentum going uh, it'll be a really good match yeah. uh, then after that we had the promo with Paul Heyman he comes out um, and he had, this was like a really long promo to me like he went on forever mm. you know like talking about what it takes to be the universal champion and, oh yeah he did yeah, that was like, really long yeah, this was actually probably my least favorite part of this week's episode yeah. was like, he went on forever, mm -hmm. kind of making the same points over and over, and he's a good talker, but it just didn't, it didn't hold any weight, because oh, yeah. again, Brock Lesnar wasn't there, so he's talking about what it takes to be the Universal Champion, and the Universal Champion mm -hmm. isn't even there. Yeah. Uh eventually Roman Reigns comes out and then he does tell Paul Heyman like oh you know because Brock Lesnar is supposed to be on next week's episode of Raw now mm -hmm. and then so Roman Reigns tells Paul Heyman like oh tell Brock to you know come ready for a fight next week and yeah. not just a promo so we'll see where that goes like this promo I wasn't a fan of it it was way too long mm -hmm. didn't feel like it should be the end of the show type of thing um We'll see if they keep this thing going, where maybe Brock Lesnar still doesn't show up next week, and then Roman Reigns can still have something to say, like, oh, yeah, see, look, this guy's still not showing up when he says he's going to show up. Maybe mm -hmm. he's afraid, or, you know, he's not a good champion because he's not defending it 
all the time, mm. which is a good point. Like, you know, if there's going to be a title, like, I would like to see the champion more often, and I would like to see it defended more often. Yeah. Um, but overall, this promo just didn't work for me. Yeah. But that ended raw, so... You know, overall, I thought the show was good, especially with the two promos with Naya yeah. and um, the Mizzies. So, yeah, overall, it was a good show. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's move on to our SmackDown uh, review this week on SmackDown. Um, we started out with uh, Charlotte and Ruby Riot promo, mm-hmm. and uh, Ruby Riot calls Charlotte a myth, and then. Charlotte says she transcends the myth. She had to work harder because of her name. You know, Ruby Riot's trying to make the point like, oh, well, you have this name and the look, so everything's been handed to you. And, mm-hmm. you know, Charlotte's like, oh, well, I've had to work extra hard because of my name. People have extra expectations of me. Um, overall, uh, you know, I thought this promo was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think there's any way that Ruby Riot's going to beat Charlotte for... Mm. the women's title this Sunday at Fastlane so overall didn't really hold that much weight for me like I didn't care too much because I don't think anyway there's any way Ruby Riot is going to win like what do you think I think the same thing I mean isn't she like newer yeah she is newer yeah so yeah yeah I could I mean I like the storyline if they had more if this was like a longer build up and this was you know, something that they've been drawing out for months and months and months. Yeah. And, it, like, then this was finally the build-up to it. Like, I would have more interest, but because it happened so fast, like, I don't think it's really going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then the end of this match, I thought, it, I mean, at the end of this little promo, I thought it was kind of weird because Bobby Roode's music hits. Like, because it looks like, you know, the three girls are about to attack Charlotte, and then Bobby mm-hmm. Roode's music hits, and he comes out to the ring. I was like, okay, well... I know they're mixed match partners, even though we haven't been watching that. I know that they're partners in a mixed match challenge. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so what's going to happen here? And then nothing happened. Like, I guess the girls just vanished. They disappeared somehow because <laughs> they ended yeah. up not fighting. And then Bobby Roode just comes out to do commentary for the next match. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was just kind of an awkward yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty normal for the wrestle wrestling things, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is, but it was just kind of weird that it randomly Bobby Roode came out and interrupted. Like, normally, if there's about to be a fight, maybe it would have been, you know, like Becky Lynch and Naomi, since they're Charlotte's mm-hmm. friends. Like, they their music would have hit, and they would have came out and mm-hmm. helped Charlotte, you know, like, fight off the girls. But, yeah. so I just thought it was weird. Uh, next, so, you know, Bobby Roode came to the ring, and he was going to do commentary, and this was uh, a match between Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal um, for no real no real reason. Yeah. Uh, and it ended up, Jinder Mahal ended up getting the win because mm-hmm. Bobby Orton kind of, like, distracted Randy yeah. Orton at some point, and then uh, Jinder Mahal did the class to Randy Orton got the pin mm-hmm. I don't know exactly where this is going so because Jinder Mahal isn't in the match this Sunday but it's going to be Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton yeah um I'm sure Jinder Mahal is going to somehow like get a way to get 
a shot at the U.S. title. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Bobby Roode wins a Sunday and then, you know, they go to... He's going to go to WrestleMania, obviously, and maybe Jinder Mahal is going to be his opponent. I don't know. We'll talk, I guess we'll do that at our fast lane prediction. I still don't know what's going on there. Give me a couple more minutes to think about it as we go through the rest of the show here. Next up, we had a promo between Kevin and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Sammy's saying that, you know, they're friends and that, yeah, he's for real. He is going to lay down for Kevin Owens this Sunday so that Kevin Owens can be the champion. Mm-hmm. And then we had a match between Shinsuke and... No, we didn't have the match. We had another promo right after that with Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, he's talking, and then Rusev comes up and interrupts, and he's like, oh, Aiden English can't sing my Rusev Day song now because... Your match last week, you kicked him in the throat, and now mm-hmm. he can't sing. And mm-hmm. so Rusev challenges to him, him to a match, and then uh, Nick Nakamura accepts. And there's mm-hmm. a little thing. He's like, it's gonna be Nakamura Day, and yeah. he's saying it. So I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of Nakamura, and uh, like Rusev is on fire right now with his Happy Rusev Day and mm-hmm. the Rusev Day song. So it'll be cool to see them in a match together. I think. Um, the only thing that's kind of lame is like I'm a big fan of Rusev and I feel like the only reason why you'd have him in a match against um, Shinsuke Nakamura is because you'd want him to be the heel but I don't really see Rusev as a heel anymore like he was playing heel for a long time Mm -hmm. but because he is so funny like even on his Instagram like he's a funny guy Mm -hmm. and then like I've seen him on videos in um, Xavier Woods um, from uh, from the New Day mm-hmm. Austin Creed he's got a YouTube channel where he plays video games and Rusev has been on there and he's always really funny when he's on there playing video games like mm-hmm. in those videos so I just feel like they should just let him be a, let him be a baby face let him be funny and have character and like not mm-hmm. worry about you know him playing a heel in the ring or anything oh, yeah. but I'm excited to get to see that match yeah I noticed that about SmackDown this week, like, because I didn't know what any of the matches were going to be at Fastlane, mm-hmm. and it seemed like a lot of matches were made in this week's show, like, okay, like, we forgot to make matches for Fastlane mm-hmm. besides the main event, so let's go ahead and announce what all the other matches are going to be this week, because we need to get some matches. Yeah. Uh, because, like, right after this, um, so we had a match between Becky Lynch and Carmella, Mm-hmm. where Becky Lynch ended up beating Carmella. Mm-hmm. Uh, got, uh, put her in to disarm her and um, got her to submit. Mm-hmm. And then I liked on Twitter when Becky Lynch later I was like, oh, I should start, uh, I should start calling uh, Carmella C-Mella. Mm-hmm. Because her submission move is disarm her Mm -hmm. so if you take the arm out of Carmella you just get Simella (laughs) I thought it was a pretty good pun (laughs) that she came up with there Uh, anyways after that we had a promo of that ended up uh, where Naomi is talking to Natalia and then they ended up like agreeing to a match where it's going to be Naomi and Becky Lynch versus Carmella and Natalia announcing mm-hmm. another match um, for Fastlane this Sunday. And then 
we had a promo where AJ Styles comes out um, and says he doesn't want John Cena to mm-hmm. win uh, because he doesn't want to have to have that match. He mm-hmm. wants Shinsuke Nakamura one-on-one himself, mm-hmm. and so do the fans. <laughs> yeah. So I agree with AJ Styles there. Um, but then uh, Dolph Ziggler came out, and then it's supposed to be going to be a match between Styles and Ziggler. Nobody ends up winning because both Kevin and Sami Zayn come out and attack. Mm-hmm. And so the match ends, and then Shane McMahon comes out, and then he says, okay, well, we're going to have a fatal five-way right now, just to get a little preview of what we're going to have this Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then yes. um, Sammy, Kevin, AJ, Ziggler, and Baron Corbin comes out, and they have a match. And then, um, you know, they're having their fatal five-way and then all of a sudden, Sami Zayn turned on uh, Kevin Owens, hit him with a hell of a kick, mm-hmm. and then uh, pinned Kevin Owens. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? What did I think? Yeah. Well, it's not surprising. Yeah. I thought I could see that coming. Yeah. Well, my thing is, it was surprising to me because I thought, yeah. I would think that'd be coming, but you would think if Sami Zayn was going to do that, he wouldn't do it in a match that was for nothing. He mm-hmm. would save it for the match this Sunday oh, yeah. when the title's actually on the line. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, maybe, so. It'll make it more interesting when the match comes. Uh, yeah. See. So if you, you're heading into the match knowing it's all versus all, mm-hmm. and nobody's going to be, you know, have a secret, you know, they're not going to have an ally. Mm hmm you know, some sort of alliance, then it kind of takes away from the surprise mm. element that they could have had now. Um, that's true. So that's kind of interesting. I don't know, but this, because this match is also for nothing, you know, to me, mm-hmm. you know, like, because I have heard a lot of people, like, complaining, like, oh, why did the WWE do that? Like, it, why didn't they save that for Fastlane? Like, mm-hmm. uh, now you only know what's going to happen. But you totally could play it off, you know, uh, where Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens later on, they do still team up at um, Fastlane, where Sami Zayn tries to lay down for Kevin Owens, um, so Kevin Owens can win the match. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why Sami Zayn, you know, did that this week was to make it so that the other competitors in the match didn't think they still had an alliance Mm -hmm. so they wouldn't be worried about it anymore. I could see that being a plausible reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, could be. Yeah, so we'll just have to wait and see. Um, But yeah, so that was SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, so just to go over it with you, I do want to um, just want to... um, kind of go over some like predictions for fast lane this week there's only six matches at fast lane um so we'll um just make some you know guesses and predictions of what you think the outcomes will be of these matches so first up we have becky lynch and naomi versus natalia and carmella who do you think is going to win that match? I bet it's going to be Becky Lynch and Naomi. Yeah, that's who I think is going to win as well. Um, after that, we have Shinsuke Nakamura 
versus Rusev. Who do you think is going to win? Shinsuke. Yeah, I think Shinsuke is going to win too. <laughs> Especially because, you know, him and AJ Styles are going to have the match at WrestleMania. You don't want Shinsuke losing and looking weak, like, mm-hmm. leading up to WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, with that being only about a month away or so. And then, after that, we get... Uh, we're going to have Charlotte Flair versus Ruby Riot in a title match for the women's title. Charlotte Flair. Charlotte yes. Flair, yeah, she's going to win. I, like I said, I don't think Ruby Riot has a chance in that. Um, after that, we're going to get a tag team title match for um, the SmackDown tag team titles versus uh, with the Usos versus the New Day. Mm, you know what? I'm going to say the, the Usos. Yeah, this is this was one, I think, out of all the matches was the hardest one for me to mm-hmm. decide who I thought would gonna win. Yeah. Um, New Day have performed at WrestleMania before, yeah. and Usos made the point that they haven't been at WrestleMania in the past. Mm-hmm. They've never been on the main card at WrestleMania. Right. Um, so to me, I think that they are gonna win. I decided that yeah. New, um, the Usos are gonna win the match. Because especially how good they've been this last year, mm-hmm. um, they deserve to be on the main card at WrestleMania. So I think they're yeah. going to get the win and you know be the tag team champions for SmackDown and get to go on um, to WrestleMania right. and have a match. Has a chance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I just think they deserve it. You yeah. know that they've not that they deserve it that they earned it. Like they've worked so hard to come from where they were like even in the little promo that they ran a couple weeks ago where they mm-hmm. you know showed them like like them where they talked about like oh yeah we were like face painting kind of like mm-hmm. you know dancing fools and now like we're serious like and I think ever since they did have that character change like they have come a long way in their performance mm-hmm. um you know they obviously like if you go back and watching those matches like they were a little bit more overweight too like they're actually in like really good shape now so they obviously have been working really hard to mm-hmm. like you know on their craft and get in better shape so that can they can do more like crazy moves and like high flying moves and stuff and yeah. look good so while doing it um so i think they earned earned that for sure uh mm-hmm. After that, uh, we get Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton for the U.S. title. Who do you think is going to win that? I'm going to say Bobby Roode. Yeah, that's who I'm going with, too. I think Bobby Roode is going to go on and win this match. and yeah. Because the whole thing that they got going on with that, I'm glad they haven't mentioned it now, that top ten superstar mm-hmm. list thing. But the whole kind of feud started out with Jinder Mahal like getting in Bobby Roode's business and like trying to you know, say that Bobby Roode did whatever to, you know, voted himself number one or whatever. So I feel mm-hmm. like maybe Bobby Roode will win and then he'll have some sort of beef with Jinder Mahal still. And mm-hmm. maybe that will be something that leads them to WrestleMania for Jinder Mahal and Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get, uh, then we're going to have our main event, which is going to be AJ Styles versus John Cena versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler in a six-pack challenge match oh, yeah, <laughs> for the SmackDown title, um, WWE Championship title. Who do you think is going to win this? I have no clue. I can't. It's... Um, I think probably... 
maybe it's going to be AJ Styles, even though I kind of hope, like, Sami Zayn. I like Sami Zayn a lot, so. Yeah, I think Sami Zayn. Uh, but I think cause I, AJ Styles is more like, I don't know. Yeah, well, I agree that Sami Zayn, I, I could see him being a champion, especially mm-hmm. since he's had this, you know, he's really turned heel. Like, I feel like his character has taken, like, a big swing upwards. Yeah. Um, but I think I do think AJ Styles is going to win this match. Like, I don't think there's no way he's going to lose this match. He's going to WrestleMania. Everybody yeah. wants to see AJ Styles versus Nakamura. Like, two of the best performers in the world. Everybody wants to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and they want to see it at WrestleMania. Like, not everybody got to see it the first time around because they were at a different promotion that isn't as big as a WWE. Like, this mm-hmm. will be the one that not only do hardcore fans, like, really want to see... But like casual fans who have heard everything about these two, that yeah. they really want to see them have a big match. So I think AJ Styles is going to win for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but this now, I just want to talk a couple things that like things I'd like, I'd like to see happen at Fastlane as well. A couple of predictions. Mm-hmm. So, um, a couple. I don't know if you want to come like. I guess they're just hopes of mine, dreams of mine, like maybe conspiracies. I don't know what you want to call it, but so this is what I'd like to see. Because okay. I, and I actually searched this out. I looked for this. Okay. So, uh, because this is the last event before you know pay per view event before WrestleMania, uh-huh. and you know the card isn't set for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Not all the matches are set. Uh. Asuka is on Raw. Yeah. She won the Royal Rumble. She gets the right to choose whoever mm-hmm. she wants to face between the two champions, the Raw champion and the SmackDown champion, Alexa Bliss or um, Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the announcers once said, you know, that uh, Asuka would be going against Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania, and they've said that maybe once or twice, just kind of assuming. But we've never actually seen Asuka announce who she's going to fight. Mm-hmm. At WrestleMania, you know she was interrupted by Ronda Rousey at uh, at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and then she was interrupted again. I think at by Nia Jax. She got attacked by Nia Jax or something yeah. like that before she had uh, said who she was going to fight. So she's never actually announced who she wants to challenge. Right. People have made assumptions because she's on Raw that she's going to go against the Raw champion, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. And a bigger match to me would be Charlotte. Yeah. Because, you know, Charlotte's like the, you know, one of the biggest stars mm-hmm. right now. Uh, and so is Asuka. So if they fought each other, that'd be like a much bigger match. Where, whereas, because Alexa Bliss is more of like, you know, nobody really thinks that Alexa Bliss would stand. A chance because she's more of like the heel champion that like runs mm-hmm. away or does whatever she can to not have to actually fight so that she can win the championship you know mm-hmm. but I think a match between Charlotte and Asuka would be great so I would love to see Asuka and Ruby Rise match Charlotte gets the win and then Asuka comes out and says I'm here because I challenge you Charlotte at WrestleMania mm-hmm. so that we could get um, yeah. Charlotte and Asuka for the SmackDown Championship. Oh, yay. I'd love to see that match. Mm-hmm. And then for me, that frees that up because of what happened on Raw on Monday night. 
after you get that, you for sure get, you'll for sure at WrestleMania get a match between Asuka mm -hmm. and uh, Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And then, because of what happened on Raw earlier this week, I'd love for Nia to come out mm -hmm. on Raw this week and say, you know what, Alexa, you're free. You don't have anything to do at WrestleMania because Asuka has challenged Charlotte. Well, you know what? I want to challenge you. Like, I'm tired mm -hmm. of being your friend. I'm tired of the way you treat me. <laughs> I want to challenge you for your, the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. And then you get to see Alexa and Nia Jax yeah. at WrestleMania as well. Uh -huh. So that, I think that's another great women's match that I'd be super excited to see. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, so like that'd be my hope. Like, that Asuka challenges Charlotte. Yeah. So that we can get Nia Jax challenge Alexa. Because I think... Alex, I mean, uh, Nia Jax, for sure, she's somebody else who has had really good performances, uh -huh. especially her performance at, um, you know, she had a really good performance at Royal Rumble, she's had really good matches with Asuka, so mm -hmm. I'd love to see her at WrestleMania, I think she's earned a spot, like, she yeah, should be, she sure has. Yeah. yeah, she should be on, at the Wrestle, she should be at WrestleMania. Okay. Um, and then, uh... So not only so I I think AJ Styles he's gonna win the main event because yeah. it's gonna be um, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke mm -hmm. at WrestleMania. That's what that's really what the fans want. But what I'd love to see even more is not only does AJ Styles win, but John Cena is the one who gets pinned. Mm -hmm. So because John Cena's been so de desperate to get to mm -hmm. WrestleMania, right? So then he's going to be all distraught. Like, not only he didn't win the Royal Rumble, he didn't win Elimination Chamber match. Mm -hmm. Now he doesn't win the championship at Fastlane. So, man, he's done everything he can. He can't win the championship. He doesn't have a road to WrestleMania. He's still desperate to go. You know, he's, you know, he does whatever. I don't know if it'll be at Fastlane or maybe it'll be this week. You know, the following SmackDown. Either way, he gets on the microphone and, like, starts, like, you know, getting all, like, depressed. Like, I I guess I don't have a way to WrestleMania. I really wanted to go to WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. And then you hear, boom, to start to yeah. Undertaker's music. And then that's when we get the announcement. Like, Undertaker's like, nope, yep, he's <laughs> definitely coming back. Like, I'll go against you, John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'd really like to see. I'm sure you would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think of what, like... That does sound very possible. Yeah. But out of everything else I told you, too, like, with with Nia Jax and Alexa... I can Alexa, only totally agree with all of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, would you like to see this? That's something you'd like to see. I would love to see that. Yeah. I said that. Like, yeah. that I said that. Yeah. Yeah, that's all stuff, like, I really want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're welcome to have those ideas that be to be for free, but if you want to hire me, you can. Uh, but man, yeah, I would love to see those ideas actually, like, I hope that's the way it plays out. Yeah. Like, that would be the ideal way for it to play out yeah. for me. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, that's the show. Yeah, I can't it. wait to watch Fastlane this Sunday and then mm -hmm. do a quick little instant take afterwards. I know you are getting a cold again, mm -hmm. so I don't know. 
like hopefully you'll be able to jump on me afterwards and do a little quick instant take after the show is over but if not I will definitely be there mm-hmm. so make sure if you listeners and watchers out there tune in you know Sunday after after that because I will post we will post a instant take for sure no matter what um Anything else other than that? Do you have any suggestion this week? Mm, no, I can't think of anything. Yeah, I don't really have anything prepared. Girl Scout cookies are being sold in stores. Oh, that so. is a good suggestion. Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, go get yourself yeah. some Girl Scout cookies. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll second that. I agree with that. Girl Scout mm-hmm. cookies are great. So go get yourself some Girl Scout cookies. Um, go support your. Local Girl Scouts. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I think that's going to end our show. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, please like, subscribe, comment. If you're on YouTube, if you're just listening on iTunes, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and you know leave a comment on there as well or anything else you might be listening on. Mm-hmm. I believe we're on Google Play as well and a couple other random things but yeah if you're on google play and itunes make sure you subscribe and comment it'll help us um, move up in their little algorithm there Mm -hmm. um thanks for listening guys bye Bye.